0: Welcome back to Show Me Today. A University of Missouri researcher is studying a new cluster of stars using a new space telescope from NASA. Anthony Moribeth has this story.
1: This cluster has been known um, to us uh, for many years. And it's just that some new phenomena uh, you know, were discovered there uh, back uh, in, uh, a few years ago. I think it was back in 2018. And uh, this was done by Hubble Space Telescope. And since then, people were thinking that this kind of phenomenon may be uh, quite often. Uh, So, you know, this is why our team um, targeted the special cluster. And we uh, did a pretty intense monitoring, uh, you know, within our program using James Webb Space Telescope. Uh, This is pretty much the only patch in the sky that the James Webb Space Telescope uh, did this kind of monitoring, uh, did this kind of a very intense monitoring. And uh, we, um, we found some, uh, we co- basically, we not only just confirmed that, that uh, you know, people's uh, previous uh, suggestion was correct, and also that we are now lifting it uh, to a uh, whole new level.
0: So, this is, uh, it says here that you're leading an international team of scientists and you use this uh, space telescope to discover 14 new transient objects that has been conveniently called the Christmas Tree Galaxy Cluster. Is that right?
1: Yeah, that's right. Yeah, this cluster, and we uh, nicknamed it, so, uh, you know, as such within our team, because uh, for two reasons. Why is that it is so colorful? If you look at its color image, it's just so beautiful, and that's one thing. And the second thing is that um, this cluster is so special that is, uh, well, it has been producing this kind of transients over and over again. Um, those flickering light, you know, just like what you would be seeing from a Christmas tree. Uh, and um, you know, to be honest, we really didn't think about um, doing this before the holiday season, right? So it's just that um, it's it's like a Christmas tree, so we named it. Uh, and uh, those transients are special in the sense that uh, those uh, well we found the uh, fourteen of those and the uh, twelve of those they are actually individual stars in far away galaxies that are amplified by gravitational lensing uh, due to this uh, foreground cluster. this a uh, Christmas tree cluster um, and uh, this is something very special because we found this kind of uh, very special alignment. Uh, and uh, giving this uh, uh, gravitational lensing, and we wouldn't be able to see individual stars in far away galaxies. So those are very special. And uh, this gives us a uh, very unique opportunity to do a lot of things. So for example, study uh, how you know those stellar constituents in far away galaxies are different or the same as in our Milky Way and um, also it will provide us a uh, very uh, special probe to uh, give us constraints to the uh, dark matter content of this foreground cluster. So, you know, in a nutshell, this is uh, what our study is uh, important in a sense. And uh, if I can go on, I can talk about the other two transients. Uh, this, the other two transients are different uh, in the sense that they are not normal stars in faraway galaxies. they are actually um, stars ending their life as you know they exploded. Uh, and uh, this kind of supernovae uh, have been known by many years. It's just that uh, people previously really didn't think that uh, a you know not so um, how should I put that? Uh, uh, not by special design. To look for this kind, uh, to look look for this kind of events, and uh, it's just that uh, with a powerful, with the power of uh, James Webb Space Teles- Telescope, with its sensitivity, with its um, uh, superb spatial resolution, we now can uh, find this kind of supernovae at ease, really. And uh, basically, it's just that if uh, James Webb uh you know repeat uh, repeatedly observe one patch of sky uh just you know, do it more than more than once okay say like twice this kind of a supernovae should be there um and um, this also gives us a new um probe to uh, really um to uh you know to 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 prove this study of uh, our the behavior of our universe to a new level. There's a potential there. Um, For example, we can constrain dark energy, etc.
0: If you're just tuning in, we're talking with Dr. Hao-Jing Yen on Show Me today. He is a researcher at the University of Missouri. He is leading an international team of scientists using NASA's James Webb Space Telescope studying a new cluster in outer space and be sure to subscribe to the radio program whether through our website missourinet.com or wherever it is you get your podcasts to listen to this entire interview or to listen to the entire radio program if you miss any of that. So uh, Dr. Yen you had mentioned you're basically looking through a shifting magnifying glass, and you're able to basically see what kind of stars these are, how light changes over time. You'd mentioned dark matter. Explain that to our audience.
1: Yeah, um, so um, cluster gravitational lensing produced by galaxy clusters is pretty common, but for this cluster it is special. It is um, like you really need the two different levels of uh, magnification. One is the magnification produced by this entire gla- uh, galaxy cluster as a whole. And the second is that uh, we will need uh, those, uh, uh, what we call microlensing events, which is caused by those uh, three ranger stars within this cluster. Within this cluster, those uh, uh, those stars are not particularly bound to any uh, given member galaxies within this cluster. It's just that uh, it's uh, those those stars they are free rangers okay and uh, if they move to a a um, particular place so that it creates an alignment of the background galaxy uh, the the individual stars of the background galaxy and uh, this uh micro lens and us as the observer that this will add yet another level of gravitational lensing and uh, if this kind of alignment is gone then uh, there's a second level of uh, gravitational lensing is no longer there. So, with the microlensing event, the amplifi- amplification is higher, much higher, so that we will be able to see those individual stars, you know, got suddenly uh, brightened by a lot, uh, showing up as transients because now we can see them. And when this alignment is gone after a while, after a period of time, then there's a second layer of, gravita- uh, of gravitational lensing is no longer there, then they disappear. They are no, no longer so bright. They are no longer bright enough for us to see, even with a JW. Uh, so this is why, you know, we, um, uh, in order to explain it in a, um, uh, you know, in a understandable way, we, we call this in a shifting magnifying glass.
0: I, I think that this James Webb Space Telescope is really interesting because it's uh, a fairly new uh, telescope that's studying outer space. And I read that it's been able to basically find vast amounts of new information about outer space.
1: Oh, yeah, that's certainly true. Yeah, It, it has been given us uh, so many surprises. And, and basically, I can say that uh, it is giving us surprises every day, pretty much. Um, there are lots of things that uh, will be changing our picture of the universe, uh, but uh, we, we'll still have to wait for a little bit, you know, let it settle. Uh, it's not so easy that um, the entire community can reach a consensus over just, say, like, I don't know, one year. It, it'll probably take a while, but, you know, uh, you are right that um, it is. It is giving us uh, surprises, and it is changing our view, That's that's for sure.
0: Anything you wanted to mention in closing that you wanted our listeners to know about your research?
1: Uh, Well, I would say that uh, people want to um, uh, support research in basic physics, Uh, the basic research, basic science, astronomy included. uh, There's just so many things out there that we do not know. And uh, we really, uh, we want to know as humankind.
0: Dr. Hao Jing Yan on Show Me Today with the University of Missouri. This is Show Me Today, the voice of Missouri.